What's up, you all? Welcome back to the Dare to Become podcast with Destiny. I'm so glad to have everyone listening today. Thank you so much to those persons who has read the blog, who has watched my YouTube video in the last one week, and oh, all the videos and um, the blogs I've been writing. Thank you so much, and thank you for tuning in today. And without um, taking much of our time, we're moving to right into what we have today, and that is start with what you have. God dropped this on my heart while um, I was actually listening to a sermon where um, the preacher talked about First Kings chapter 17 and um, you know Elijah's encounter with the widow there where God told Elijah to go into um, the city where God told Elijah to go into Zarephath that he had prepared um, a widow there to take care of him and the story just turned out in a way that just came out with um that just dropped this this title of the, um, the podcast to be on my heart and that start with what you have you know the way the um god sent elijah to was actually having almost nothing yeah she had almost nothing all most <laughs> nothing and when god was sending elijah there god told elijah something that he should go into zarephath and right in that city he, he has you know prepared um a woman there to sustain him until until he'll be moving you know into the next place where god had told him to go to but on getting there the widow told elijah something i i would love to read it out to us right now what this um the reply of the widow was she did not even know what god had told elijah already but she had a reply let's listen our reply began in um verse 12. let me read from verse 12 first okay and she said as the lord god liveth i have not a cake i have not a cake that was when elijah when elijah got there and he told her you know to go and get him water and get him something to eat and she said as the lord thy god liveth i have not a cake but an handful of meal in a barrel and a little oil in a cruise and behold i am gathering two sticks that i may go in and dress it for me and my son that we may eat it and die you see many times when god places um when God places something on our hearts to do, the first things we tend to see most times actually are, are inadequacies. What we think we are not having, the places we consider ourselves not good enough. You know, sometimes when God tells you, all right, go do this, say this, um, write this, do that for me. And sometimes we are thinking, first of all, about the persons who can do it better than we can do. And why would God be instructing us to go forth and do that? Let me tell you, first of all, let me just say this right here, that God will never tell you to do something he will not equip and empower you to do. God will never, will never tell us to go ahead and get started at something when he will not sustain, when he will not provide for us, when he will not keep us. Let's even look into the life of Elijah right in this moment. Elijah in this moment, it was the moment where he was, um, Elijah at this time just um, came out from, um, what's this place, what's this place, what's this place, from, I'm sorry, I'm trying to get it, alright. Let me read it out for us from this place. Yeah, the brook of Cherith, the brook of Cherith, by the brook Cherith that is before Jordan. That's what I was trying to get for us. Right in that brook, God told him he was going to take care of him there. Right in that brook, 
God told Elijah, you know, who is at the brook of cherries? Nobody, but what God tell him, he told him, a raven will bring food for him. A raven, a bird God was going to send, was going to bring food for Elijah right in that brook. Believe me, no man will tell you to go and sit beside a river and he'll bring food for you every day and you believe. Not me, and I don't think he will. But this was God speaking to Elijah, and this is just the same way God speaks to us sometimes. And we try to, you know, um, just think about how, how will I go and sit beside the river and I'll get food every day. How will I sit beside a brook and I'll get food? And when God says He will send the bird, we will begin to wonder what kind of a bird without with with that be? What kind of a bird will actually bring food? I would love for me. That, you know, Elijah was a man of faith, a man that trusted God and knew that in every season in his life, God will take care of him. God will take care of him. What, what our attitude, even unto God's commandment, what our attitude unto destruction God gives to us in every season we find our lives. I love, you know, when Elijah got to hear the widow was, when he was about to make his request, and he said something in this form, I pray thee. He was someone who had you know the attitude of what it means to know god a man that was humble he was a prophet yes but yet when he got to that door elijah did what he spoke for life he made his request and he made you know he allowed this widow know at that moment that he was requesting for something that he was gonna get that's just it right there but moving on to what we're talking about when god told elijah to go for him to go to the house of this widow that you know he had right in the house of the widow he the widow was going to take care of elijah the widow knew nothing god had told elijah believe me she knew nothing about what god had told elijah but when we see you know when we read about god telling elijah what he told him we see god speaking to elijah in a way that that we know you know if this widow was you know if she actually did not have anything until she said so that was the moment we knew this woman had more or less nothing because she said she was going to prepare a last meal for herself and her son to eat and die because the land for years there had not been rain there had not um there was, there was nothing again in the land and she was going to prepare a last meal and this prophet just walked in and made the request and you know god and when the, you know god at that moment when the prophet made the request, the woman was just like, ah, I know you're a prophet, ah, yeah, but I don't have, I don't, I don't have, you know, so much that I, I can take care of you. I don't have so much to do this you're asking for. What I have is not what, I, what I'm having right now. Actually, doesn't measure up to what, you know, I should actually give to a prophet. I'm trying to speak right way. If God told us that um, in these days, the way we will give our reply to the prophet. But the woman said, she moved on, and Elijah said something. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go and do as thou hast said. Go and do as thou hast said. But make Jeroff, make me Jeroff a little cake first. Make me Jeroff a little cake first. <laughs> Let me say this right here. Huh? There is something I'm learning about our gifts as individuals. Our gifts are seeds. Believe me. 
our gifts, those gifts God has placed inside of us, those talents, those little things we actually think um, they are little and they, we don't even understand, we can't figure out the way those things can change our world. We don't, we, we, we can't even comprehend how God takes those little things and make them big. But do you know that those gifts, those, those gifts, those skills, they actually are seeds to a greater tomorrow. But right here, Elijah told this woman something. He told her, go ahead, make mine first of all. Bring it and after that, go and make for your son. If you eat your seed, if you condemn your seed as a person, as an individual, if you don't learn how to see yourself as valuable, if you don't learn how to see yourself just as God sees you, it will be difficult becoming the person you are called to become. This widow right here, Elijah gave an instruction, get me the seed. He was saying, get me the seed. Bring the seed and let it be planted. If you can't appreciate what you have, if you are not willing to move in faith and start off with what you you see God has given you, what you know God has placed in your heart, and if you're not willing to start off with that, it will be difficult moving on, because your seed determines your tomorrow. What you're doing with your seed today determines the fruits of your tomorrow. Determines the fruits of your tomorrow. That that widow at that point, she could as well say, "I've told Elijah." prophet of God, I really don't get you. I told you this was the last meal for myself and my son and you're telling me go ahead and prepare, you know, something for you first of all before I get something for myself and my son. She could have as well said that, but she obeyed. She listened to the prophet. She listened to the prophet and she went ahead and she did it. And in the next verse, verse 14, that's First Kings 17, verse 14. For thus years the Lord God of Israel, the barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the crews of oil fail, until the day the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth. And she went and did according to the saying of Elijah, and she and he and her house did eat many days. <laughs> We want to experience our many days for so many of us. We want to experience our many days before we are before we plant our seeds, and it's not going to work that way. We must start out planting our seeds. We must start out working in faith. We must start and remember, evil tells us that he who comes to God, evil chapter eleven and verse six. For without faith, it is impossible to please God. Without faith. Without faith, our destiny, our destinies, our purposes, what God has called us to do, what God has called us to become, they are far greater than what our minds can comprehend. They are far greater than what we can imagine. But yet we begin, we begin with faith, with what God has placed on our heart, with those gifts we actually see we have, although we we tend to talk ourselves out of it, we try to figure out in what way is this special when this person is doing better than I can do in this area, when this person is doing better than I can do in that but until you look into yourself and begin to appreciate the little things you see in yourself it will be difficult moving into abundance it will be it will be difficult moving into the more God has called you into how much do you appreciate the gifts you have oh God places in your heart to do this at a particular time and 
you 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 know when we reject when we um reject our gifts sometimes when we look down on our gifts we actually in some way we look down on the person that's giving them to us imagine um you bring a gift and let's take for example on a birthday on a birthday you brought a gift for probably a friend and the friend looks at the gift and the friend rejects that gift believe me in that moment you're going to feel rejected along with that gift you will feel rejected along with that gift that is actually what it feels like to god but we thank god that god in his ways is perfect and he understands we are humans but every day god is calling us to a place of living a higher life of working in his purposes for our lives and part of working in god's purposes for our life is that we stop talking ourselves out of our little the little we see right now doesn't mean god can transform our world with our little that you see it as little doesn't mean it's great doesn't mean it's not great yeah God has great things in store for us, but we must start somewhere with our little. We must step out in faith, trusting what God can do with our little. Because believe me, the moment we place our confidence in our flesh, in what we think big of our gift and what our gift can do, we just miss it at that moment. So I feel sometimes our weaknesses actually room to rest on God and to experience His supernatural and the miraculous. But in what we are positioning ourselves for this? In what way are we positioning ourselves to experience God when we are working in fear? We are working in a place of comparison, in a place where we are considering what they will think before we do what we are called to do. Seriously? Seriously, do you want to build your life on what people think? On what the King of Glory, the Lord of Lords, the Lord strong and mighty, the one who wrote your story before you were formed in your mother's womb? Do you care about what he what he's saying, what he has written concerning concerning you, or you care about what someone next door or some person somewhere has to say about you? It's up to you, my friend. It's up to you. It's up to you. Oh, God said, God told us of the scripture. He said, I place life and death before you, but I advise you, choose life. This is it also. God has placed you in a place. Oh, you might feel you feel afraid. Is trying to step out to do this, but yet there is faith. If you if you have if you receive Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, there is faith. Look, lean into faith. Fix your eyes on the person who has called you. Take your focus off what someone will think, what someone will say. Let yourself be receive his freedom and let your life flow in the gifts God has prepared for you. There is joy in freedom. There is joy in being set free from what someone think about you or what someone will say when you do this. There is joy, there is strength, and there is every good thing we can imagine. There is it. When we step out in faith, when we believe God, with by starting with what God has given us, by starting with what we have, by starting what, first of all, let me say this: that we are actually not going to, we are actually not going to um, believe we have certain gifts until we. Set our eyes on God to search for these gifts that you cannot see it. Oh, God has called you to write this, and you tell yourself, I'm not a good writer. If only I can write like this person, if only I could be them. No, I'm not the best at this, that, and you are t- you keep saying you are not a writer, and God has called you to write this. 
you, you are not going to see the writing gift until you fix your eyes on God and you start, you know, you step out in faith and start seeking ways to get better and start seeking ways to, to, to know God and in the process of knowing God, we actually get to know more of ourselves. In the process of knowing God, until we start searching for those gifts God has placed inside of us, for those things no person can do like we do, we are actually not going to work in the fullness of our purposes. We are actually not going to work in the fullness of our destiny. So, my friends, this is where it begins. Start with what you have. Start with what you can see. Start with what God is showing you. Start with those desires God has placed in your heart. Start with those things. Start there. Dream big, but be willing to start with what you have. Start with what you have. Start there. Don't eat your seed. Don't despise your seed. Don't look down on yourself. Don't consider the seed God has placed in your life as small. Don't look down on yourself. Don't look down on yourself. Here you royal priesthood and holy nation and peculiar people. Matthew chapter 5. Here are the light of the world. I say this often that you know the problems in our world will continue until the solutions come forth and we are the solution I am the solution you are the solution until we step out in our gifts the problems in our world will continue so my friends this is it start with what you have what can you see in your life right now nobody has to see it first of all God has placed desires in your heart God has placed those those yen, those dreams you you don't even share with anyone. Start with them and start speaking them out. Confess them, confess them. Speak them, speak them, speak them. In um, First Kings chapter seventeen, First Kings chapter seventeen. When we read chapter seventeen, verse one, when we um we find the Elijah talking also to Ahab, and he said. As the Lord God of Israel liveth before whom I stand, ye shall not be due nor rain this year, but according to my word. According to my word. What is your word? My friend, what is your word? What are you saying? What are you saying? No man can see. What are you speaking over your life that you're not even expecting any person to speak for you? It starts with you. What are you saying? What can you see? If you can't dream big for your life, it's difficult finding any person out there who can dream for you. There is no person out there who can chase your dreams like you. There is no person out there who can do what God has placed on your heart for our world. There is nobody, my friend. There is no body no body no body no body don't condemn your seed this widow she did not she did not fight with the prophet she did not tell him oh you want me to give you food you want me to give you food when i have nothing to eat you are telling me to god you are telling me to go out and do this when you know i cannot do this no she did not start with that she went forth and prepared for elijah and in using our seed we receive the blessings of being multiplied and god in the beginning genesis chapter 1 god blessed man be fruitful multiply replenish subdue the earth because he had planted man because he had called him to that place and now he was calling for the greatness he had placed in man called for your greatness speak into your life start with your seed don't condemn your seed Please, my friends, don't condemn your seed. If the world condemn, condemns you, don't join them. 
if the world can't see, can't see good in you, don't be like them. See yourself the way God sees you. See yourself the way God sees you. I so much love this song by Jamie Grace, Daughter of the King. It's something that it, it always reminds me of who I am in God. It always reminds me that um, though nobody can see see my dreams, nobody can feel the way I feel concerning certain things, yet God knows He sees and He feels me. Put your shoulders back, oh, don't you know that you're beautiful? Put your shoulders back. See your dreams. See those things God has placed in your heart. Believe them. Start with what you have. 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 have. Know yourself. I would love to just highlight this on four points before I round this up. Encourage you start with what you have, but in the process of starting, I want you to first of all begin with knowing who you have. Know who you are in Christ. Know you are in Christ. That song, the part of um, that song I just sang said, "Put your shoulders back." But there's also a part that said, "Um, we are the daughter of the Most High King." For you are the daughter. Life begins with understanding your identity. Life begins, true living begins with knowing who you are. Knowing who you are. Knowing who you are. If you don't see yourself as a son, if you don't see yourself as a daughter, you can't live, you can't express, you can't bring light as a daughter, you can't do what you record as a, to do as a daughter. Remember, remember, that in the place where Christ saved us, in the process of you know Christ going to the cross, his death, his resurrection, that when we are lifted, we are not just lifted above sin, but we became joint heads with Christ. Remember Romans chapter 8, we became joint heads with Christ. That means the, the Father of Christ became our Father. So if we are to live like Christ, you see, Christ lived for just three and, and a half years right on this earth. And the world can never forget this man. The most influential person that's ever lived is Jesus. He is the most influential person. But for just three and a half years of living, knowing who he is. You see, when he's talking with the disciples again and again, he talked about his father. His father, his father, he knew he is the son. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Come on, in those days, believe me, those persons will be like, Who is this? Who is this calling himself? Because they were never the children of God. God never considered them, you know, they are not children. They are not children, apart from um, the descendants of Abraham that he considered his own. Those are just his own in those days. But the world, they knew him as God. And even those persons, those religious people in those days, they knew him as God. They did not know, they, they never knew him as their father. They simply knew him as their God, Elohim. That was what they knew him as. But Jesus came first. A man who understood his identity. A man. He came forth and he stood before these persons and declared, even right there in the temple. While he read, you know, it's not the scroll in Isaiah. 
Jesus stood and declared that he is the son of God. Can you declare yourself before the world as the daughter? Oh, when no one is saying great, but right before the world, are you willing to stand and say, I have, have identified myself with Christ. I have no part in this world anymore. Are you willing? Are we willing? You know, I'm just also talking to myself in this moment. Are we willing to stand forth in the open and say, no, I will no longer hold back what God has given me to serve my generation. I am stepping forth, moving in faith. I am not seeing myself as small, though the world might have said that, yet I am not too small. I am not too young. I have been called. I am set apart. I am chosen. I am who the King of Glory calls me as. I am the daughter of the Most High King. I am the, you know, an extension of who God is. He has placed me here as his light. Jesus said in John, he said, I am the light of the world as long as I am in the world. So when he was talking in Matthew chapter 5, he was saying that while I live, I will no longer be the light of the world, but I have placed you here. Remember when he was leading you, he told the disciples, I will send you another comforter. And that was the Holy Spirit. But while living, he reminded, he was telling us at this moment in Matthew chapter 5 that he has placed us here. Remember I said, God never calls us what he has not equipped and empowered us to become. No. If Jesus has called you the light, then he has equipped you with everything it takes to light up this world. He has equipped you, he has equipped me. So stop talking yourself out of your gifts. Stop talking yourself out of your purpose, your destiny, what you've been created to do. Stop talking yourself out. Let who wants to say what, let who wants to say, say what they want to say. They've got your mouth, you've got your own. Say your life, speak life, speak into your future. Create the life you want to see. Create it. Get, let, let the voices of the enemy you've been hearing in your head, get rid of the voices. Fill your mind with the scriptures, my friend. Know what Jesus is saying about you. Let the Lord lift up your heart towards Him, towards the heaven. Let Him let your passion, your desire, your zeal be lifted into chasing the kingdom for God's glory. Fix your eyes on who God calls you as. Let your failures be. If you feel at doing something again and again, keep failing forward. If I just, you know. This, this, um, in this last week, there was something I've actually learned that um, Dr. John Maxwell always said that we grow in crisis. Yes, believe me. Until you've, you've gotten to a place where you're tired of failing, where you know this failure is becoming a challenge to you, you might not be willing to step out of that place. So every failure you've experienced in your life, let it become a challenge to you to actually get better. Let it become a challenge to you. Let every problem you face, every crisis, let it become a challenge for you to seek ways to become a better you, a better you in probably in um in growing, in consistency, in managing, in managing what your life might be. But let your challenges in life grow you. Don't let them get you depressed. Don't let them um, let the enemy push your head down. No, raise your head up. I lift up your head, my friend. Jesus has called you. Jesus has called you. He made you for a time like this. Remember what um, Mordecai told Esther? Who knows? Probably you were made for a time. You are here for a time as this. Finally, what encouraging Esther to go forth and let the king know that there is a plot currently to kill the Jews. But Esther was refusing. And Mordecai asked her, Who knows? Probably you are here for a time as this. My friend, who knows? Who knows in your family 
in your school, in your house, in your neighborhood, in your church. Right here on social media, who knows? Who knows? God knows. God only knows that he has made you for a time as this. But will you keep living in obscurity in the dark or you choose to lift up your head and shine forth? You choose to awake, arise. You choose to become at alert to what God is doing at a time as this. Who knows? Who knows? This is your time. This is your season. Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Arise, shine. You are not created to be small. You are not created to be sitting among those, amongst those who are not, who, who don't know who they are, who are not willing to step out and change the world. You are not created to be ordinary. You are made for greatness. You are made to accomplish what the world calls, calls the impossible because the spirit of the Lord, the greatest power in the world, the the greatest kind the world lives inside of you you are not created to be small you are created for greatness you are created for purpose you are created to shake the world you are created to transform the nations for Jesus you are created to stand forth you are created to become a trailblazer oh yes nobody has done this in your family in your house where you're from nobody has done this yet God can begin with you God can begin with you. You are a trained believer. Sometimes when I see myself doing some things and I'm like, God, I don't know how this will turn out. I don't even, I, I don't know, but yet he reminds me, you are a trailblazer. blazer. Start it out. Start it out. Start with something. Believe. Move forward. Keep going. When you make mistakes, learn from them. Keep going. Keep moving. Let the voices of the enemies fall away. Let them fade away. Keep your eyes fixed on the one who has called you. The one that has promised to preserve you until Till the end, fix your eyes on him. And next, walk in obedience. Obedience is so important. It's so, so, so very important to God. Obedience. Obedience. Obedience to God's commandment. When you go through the book of Deuteronomy and various places where God gave commandments to his people in those days, you discover the blessings, the blessings God attached to obeying the simple commandments. A few weeks ago, I was thinking about you know how God surprises and just blows up blows our mind with some of his blessings. And I'm like, God, why, why do you do this sometimes? And he just brought something from a picture to my mind, like a person simply giving you an instruction. Open that door, go through it, and right inside the room, you just step into it. You meet lots of blessings there. You just meet surprises. You meet gifts in the room, and you're wondering why this. And God is like, if you step into that room and you're asking why this, his only answer is this, obedience. That you opened the door, you stepped in faith, you did not even know what was ahead. You stepped in, you obeyed in. You walk into that room, and right there is the rewards for obedience. God will multiply you, God will bless you when you walk in obedience. He will multiply you, He will will replenish you, He will cause you to subdue when you are obedient. He will cause you to be fruitful, He will cause your gifts to be multiplied, He will cause what He has given you to increase when you choose to walk in obedience. The parable of the servant, of the master that was traveling, of the talents, yeah. He was traveling and what did he do? He gave to one, he gave one of the um, 
servants one he gave the other two i think so the other two and the other five and the, the servant he gave one what did he do he buried it he buried that one He, he, he did not experience um, the multiplication, the fruitfulness the other two experienced because first of all he was disobedient. Our gifts are not created to be buried. No, they are created for us to stand, stand, stand upon what God has called us to do and ensure and see to it that we are serving God with this and he will multiply us. God will multiply us. God will multiply us. Don't bury your talent. Don't bury your gifts. You can be the only one seeing it today. Keep using it for God's glory. Keep using it in the space you can. Keep trusting God for an increase. Keep trusting God to help you get better. Keep believing God. Keep believing God, my friend. Keep believing God. The one that's called us, He is able. He is so able. He's 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 all he wants to do is some is always far beyond our imagination, far beyond and far beyond our comprehension. That's always what he's up to. That is always what he's up to. So let's embrace obedience. Let's embrace obedience. When God calls you out upon the water, when he calls you to walk upon the water, don't say no. Peter could have as well said he could have said no. But what did he do? He stepped out. Oh yes, we might have said uh, he stopped looking at Jesus at the moment and he began to sing. But my friend, after Peter, I don't know of a person that walked on water. Just one moment of obedience. History made. Just one moment of obedience. You don't know what your next obedience will lead. You don't know where your next obedience will take you to. Can't you just obey God a little more? Yes, we have said goodbye to a life of stealing of lies. But let's talk about our gifts. When God lifts your heart, oh, you can make this. You can make the video. You can do this. When God lifts our heart, what's our response? God, I cannot do this. God, no, 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 no. Who will listen? Who will listen? The one that has called you, he's listening. The one that, there's one thing I've come to learn about creativity. That creativity, first of all, it's for God. It's so for God, my friends. It is for God, for His glory. So let go of who is listening and listen to the one who has called you to do it. When He has called you to do this, do that. Start with thinking about how will God be glorified in this? What I do every day of my life, the writing, recording this, my, my YouTube. There are things actually I've just discovered about myself that I so much enjoy doing them. I so much enjoy doing them. So I've learned to fix my eyes on God and enjoy what He has given, the gifts He has given me. And yeah, He will create room for other persons to be blessed through it. But even if they don't come, will I stop serving? No way. I will continue glorifying God. I will continue. There's this song um, by His song. By His song. You know, it's about worship. And it's seasons, United um, Hillsong worship. Yes, yeah, seasons. Seasons. It's such a beautiful song. And it talks about how our lives, even how nature glorifies God. <clears throat> Sorry. Our lives are everything we are made for the glory of God. Everything is made for God's glory. 
my friends let's obey god more let's trust god more let's step out in faith and see to it that we play our role in making this world a better place let's see to it that we are working diligently with what god has given us today that we are up and doing consistently that we are we are seeking knowledge we are growing in wisdom we are growing in ways to change our world to change our world i i listened to um a video this change your world video by john c maxwell at his church christ fellowship <clears throat> and while that video ended i was i, I was actually in tears with the way the video ended god can keep god can set your soul on fire for him till you see him he will preserve you he will help you yeah persecutions will come but he will preserve you blessed are they who are persecuted blessed are they he has prepared a place for you he has prepared a place for me how intentional about standing in that place how intentional are we about using our gifts for god's glory how intentional obedience god blesses obedience he loves obedience it's such an honor to him as the king of glory yet he has brought down himself to us let's did i say necessarily bring down himself but i don't know how to say this we are it is man that thou art mindful of him is man yet God relates with us because of how he has lifted us because he has called us because he has made us his children it's such an honor when he says go and we go and we believe and the third right here is faith believe God believe God believe God believe God God will help us he will help you he will help me Whatever it is he has called us to do, he is always going to help us. He will not let the enemies jump over us. No, he will not let it. He will, he will grant unto us all we need to be bold, all we need to have confidence, all we need. He will help us. And we must have faith. We must have faith in God. We must have faith in God. It's such an insult, you know, unbelief. It's such an insult to God, truly. It's an insult. When God says He will preserve you and you are going forth, and you are going forth, He said He will preserve me, I'm going forth, and I'm thinking, ah, what if this happens? Ah, what if this happens? What if this happens? And someone has spoken, He has assured you. And we are we are we are, we are letting doubt take take a hold of our heart no let's have faith step out in faith there is life in faith there is strength when we keep our eyes from our fears and fix it and get our eyes fixed on the one that's called us when we get our eyes fixed on what is possible when we get our eyes fixed in god in the impossible when we get our eyes fixed on what he can do through us and not that strength Keep your eyes on God, keep your eyes on faith, and finally, keep going. I always love to add this whenever I'm, I'm opportune to um, 
Let someone know a certain way they can do things, but because the only way of value to get to the fullness of our calling, the fullness of our purpose, is to keep growing spiritually, to keep growing mentally, to keep growing, to keep growing in every in every aspect of our lives. To keep going in our relationship with others, in our creativity, in knowledge, in wisdom, in how we are managing our health, in every areas of our, in every area of our life, in our finance, in our finance, in what ways are we seeking knowledge to grow? Fools despise knowledge. Fools despise knowledge. Proverbs. If you despise knowledge today, what's the hope of you tomorrow? Receive knowledge, embrace learning, read books, listen to podcasts, watch YouTube videos, ask good questions, spend some good time with God daily, and spend also spend time with yourself. That's the way to grow. Don't eat any, don't just eat any or what you want anytime. That that's bad. Getting up early, first of all, is not an easy thing every day. It's not something easy, but when the moment you set up yourself to eat late every day of your life, you're just you're just you're just telling yourself you're not willing to even move on to your next level. No, eating late is bad for your organs, for your body, for your own self. It is bad. It is bad. Make better health decisions. Grow yourself. Grow yourself. You can only grow others while you're growing yourself. So my friends, this is it for today. Start with what you are, what you with what with what you know God can do. Just start. Start with your eyes fixed on God. And God will reward you for your faith, for your commitment, for your consistency, for diligence, for obedience, for, for taking the time to know who you are in Him. He will reward you. He will reward you for the sacrifices in growth you are making. Growth is a sacrifice. He will reward you. He will reward you. Go forth and make great sacrifices for this. Make great sacrifices. Pay if you have the money to pay for classes that can develop you. Pay for them. Stop complaining everything is too expensive. It's not too expensive. Do you know your worth? If you know who you are, you know there is absolutely nothing that is too expensive to get invested into your mind. There is nothing too expensive when it comes to knowledge, when it comes to renewing your mind. There is nothing too expensive. Go forth, get those books, get the course, get whatever it is you need to get for your growth right now. Go forth and get it. That widow made a sacrifice. She gave what she was having so that she can receive more. Make sacrifices. Um, the prophet was in her house for days. She took care of the prophet. That was a sacrifice. How open is your heart to help others? How, how much do you value others? How much do you see the best in others? And it's difficult to see the best in others when you don't see the best in yourself. So my friends, begin here today. You go forth and see the best in others. Value others. Love them. When they do evil to you, tell God to help you forgive. Let go of bitterness. Let go of anything that can become an hindrance between you, between you and where God wants you to be. So this is it today, my friend. Keep moving on. Start with what you have. Keep going. Keep growing. Dream big. Like Jim, a song by Jim Grace says, "Work hard, pray more, dream big. Work hard, pray more, and dream big." Keep dreaming, man. Renew your mind with a renewed mind. 
dreams are so so dream big it's it's it just keeps going with your life you just discover your mind is open each time to keep catching visions your your, your understanding is so much enlightened and the lord is bringing visions your way i don't necessarily mean visions while you're sleeping but i mean possibilities things you can do he brings them into your mind work hard god worked hard on the six for six days and on the seventh he rested so rest work hard Pray more, pray more. We really have to pray because we can become nothing outside of prayer. Man ought always to pray and not to faint. I pray over everyone listening right now that even <laughs> everyone of us listening, I pray the Lord grants us the grace, the strength, the zeal, the, 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 the compassion to see the role that we can play in this world, that we are actually making a difference in the lives of some persons out there and some persons right now in our lives. Yeah, the Lord opens our understanding, grants us great strength, wisdom, favor that we will grow in stature, we will grow in wisdom and we will grow in favor. May the Lord increase us all around. May our understand, the eyes of understanding be enlightened and from this moment we, sh- we, we stop seeing ourselves as small. We stop seeing ourselves as ordinary. We stop seeing ourselves as not good enough. We stop seeing ourselves, ourselves as less than. We are brought into the fullness of our destiny, the fullness of our purposes, the fullness of what God has called us to become, the fullness of a life planted in Christ in this moment we are brought to become to belong we are brought forth to as people are waking as people are alive as the people are rising to our God-given destinies and purposes we refuse to be small you are not small my friend you will never be small you are made for greatness and you will shake the world for Jesus in the name of Jesus Amen. Thank you so much for listening today. Um, I, it, it's such an honor. Thank you for hitting the link. Whatever I hit that button, yes. It's such an honor. Thank you so, so, so much. I can't wait to um, get us on right here by next week Monday. Yeah, next week Monday, a new episode. Every Monday we have a new episode. And you can check out my blog at undoubtednation.wordpress.com and also my YouTube channel. Get a new video every Friday. It's destiny for talking right there. So, my friends, thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Can I ask you for one more thing? Please share this podcast with someone. It might just be what a friend needs to get encouraged today to start with what they have, to stop seeing themselves as small. Please be an encouragement. Be, be, be life to someone. Be light that shines and illuminates the darkness in the lives of many. So everyone, thank you for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, guys. Thank you guys so so much. Alright, it's a goodbye for now. And you can connect with me on my social media platform. It's Destiny Photo Kindia here on Facebook. I love um I make use of my Instagram most times actually. It's Destiny Photo on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Yo, Instagram, Instagram. Bye for now. <laughs>